This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. plants in the ground they can like do something bad or carry fungus or something so you have to just dig oh. all the plants up in the winter and where do you oh. put them in the compost i guess you just replant yeah you have to replant everything, everything. Anyway. Oh. what about the peaches oh no they come back they're just they're just on the tree they're just a tree yeah yeah right they take okay. care of themselves they're fine over at Betrell Orchards. Betrell Orchards, it's pretty self-sustaining. Yeah. <laughs> we run a ton of shit over there. Apparently Jenkins, Jenkins Farms, Farms is going to take some, <laughs> Jenkins Farms. some doing. We're thinking oh, about right. becoming a flower farm. <clears throat> oh. When I'm you say what? flower, you mean like... Oh. Bouquet like flowers. flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. like, nice. like yeah. zinnias. I'm from California, so when somebody says flower, I automatically assume they mean cannabis. <laughs> oh. We're from Idaho. So we couldn't possibly. We don't want to go to federal prison. Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, man, look at this. I'm uh, at the end of another notebook. He's filled up two notebooks I've now. Got to, uh, I've got to preserve these, you know, for future Inclusion at the Smithsonian. Or I was whatever. just going to say someday when we have that exhibit at the Smithsonian. <laughs> yeah, they're going to want that well, uh-huh. for being the most popular podcast ever recorded ever. about Three's Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. You yeah. know, I saw that Jim Henson exhibit at the Smithsonian. Yeah, and it was, was oh man, it was so moving and just beautiful. I laughed. Gosh, I, I cried. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm a big Jim Henson fan. And and we yeah. do have a little bit of crossover with Three's Company because uh, the the guy who wrote the theme song for Three's Company wrote so many iconic Sesame Street songs. Yeah, my favorite being "Everybody Sleeps." Do 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 do. Also, uh, <laughs> that's my Janet's favorite. hairdresser on this episode was the same one that did uh, Sprocket's hair from uh, Fraggle Rock. What? Wow. Oh, they just they just look similar. I'm just joking. Oh. I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like, wow, I mean from doing human hair to puppet hair, that's um that's a big <laughs> Is that a step up? A step down, a lateral step, step? over? It's a step over. Uh, that was a low blow, honey. I'm sorry. That was a low blow. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I, I think, think Janet's looking better. I like the way she looks. You're going to like the way you look. Mm. And then yeah. she'll tell two friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's not what we're here to talk about. Well, that well, is, is that what, is we're, here what we're here to about. talk about, actually. Yeah, but true. Let's start talking about it. What is it that oh, we're here boy. to talk about? Well, that's your job. I don't, I don't have um, 
You didn't oh. get it? I, ne- I never do. Oh, my God. We're all responsible for our parts I'll in the just, show. <laughs> I'll just start doing this part. Got it here. Guys, <clears throat> as I got to my phone to look this up, I remembered that I got a, a Facebook Messenger video call today from a guy I went to high school with. And as soon as it popped up, I was like, that's definitely an accident. So, <laughs> it always was an accident. That's weird. And that's not real. And I just got a message from him apologizing. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're here to talk about season three, episode 10 of Three's Company, The Crush. There it episode is. Which 10. aired on, wow. aired on uh, November 21st, 1978. Oh, my God. Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Oh, that's why they there was a little bit of cooking in this episode. Oh yeah, the turkey actually does make a turkey. They are making a turkey, yeah. Right. Oh, the turkey dinner. I wonder if that's part of it. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for the. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, we we originally thought we were stuck watching the Pluto TV one, and we did. We watched that one, but then you found the DVDs. Yeah, let's say that. I found the DVDs. Wow. (laughs) I found them. And, uh, yep, so we got to watch it, and there was a little bit more context for what was happening up at the top of the show. A little little bit, yeah. A little bit. Because it's just kind of weird how it happens in Pluto TV, where it's just like, we got turkey in the oven. Kind of thing. Yeah, and Pluto like, TV, they're like, turkey. what about, tur- what about the turkey, turkey dinner? dinner? They just say right. once, and you're like, what the yeah. fuck are they talking about? It's pretty weird. <laughs> okay, but you understand okay. now with this context. It oh, it starts. So we start uh, in the kitchen. Yeah. And Chrissy and Janet are preparing a turkey. Chrissy and Janet are doing it. Chrissy and Janet are doing it. For Jack. For Jack. They're going to they're gonna repay him for all the cooking he does around the house. By, uh, yeah, right. That's not where Pluto TV starts. Yeah. Mm-mm. And so then Jack comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're making supper, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Chrissy starts uh, rubbing a lemon on it. And he goes, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm rubbing lemon on the turkey. And he's like, well, <laughs> you got to cut it first. And so then he starts telling them how to do it and doing it for them. And eventually they leave. Well, because he gets so into the minute details, like yeah. he starts, he's like, no, you have to sprinkle on the thyme and you have to massage it in just so. And he's like massaging it into the turkey's leg and, and like, and then you have to cover it with butter to make sure you get a crit. Like he's getting really involved. So they just slip out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> they go out. And this is where Pluto TV comes in. Cause oh, then God, uh, immediately God. the ropers are at the door. Mm-hmm. And they explain that they have uh, a friend who's going through a divorce. No, she's or, just she's, gotten remarried. She's just gotten remarried. Okay. Yeah. And her daughter is. She's on her honeymoon. Is staying with them. Did you watch this? Huh? Did you watch it? <laughs> Barely. Okay. I, I was writing sure. certain things down. Okay. I just want to make sure. She's on her honeymoon and her They're daughter just like, is staying with them. Here's her. the whole situation. And I'm like, okay, girl. Right. What happened? That's how I watched the show. Right. Okay. So so they're on their honeymoon. The daughter is staying with the Rovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She's 13. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that right up top. Yeah. She is mm-hmm. a 13-year-old young woman. Yeah. Okay. And she's just moping around. She's sad because her mom got remarried. Yeah. It's right. a confusing time right. for children in the 70s. For 13-year-olds. Especially. And uh, she thought maybe because you kids are younger, maybe uh, I could bring her up here. Maybe maybe you could cheer her up. Maybe cheer her up. You could think of some ways because she's just a sad, sad sack on the stairs outside. Yeah. And how are these old yeah. people supposed to like Stanley even tried to play his bugle for her? Now, do you think that's weird that the Ropers come in or was it just Helen? I think I think Stanley was there, too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stanley was there. They left her out on the stairs, right? And then they prepare the kids to receive this little girl. Like, is that weird? Because generally, you would just all walk in together and then just kind of explain the situation. I would think, or maybe I don't know. You'd call ahead and explain the situation, and then take Mm -hmm. the girl down there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. Like, I don't... It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well... So she comes in. She she comes in. She's depressed. She doesn't, like... And and she... And she's a sad little girl. No. can uh, Can we talk about the fact that she's 13 years old? Okay. And she's Uh wearing pigtails and a little, like, matching jumper suit. Like, she's eight. Yeah, but okay. I kind of feel like it's time appropriate. Like I think, do you, I think, you that, think Marsha Brady was wearing that when she was thirteen years old? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good mm-hmm. point. She was dressed more like Cindy than Marsha. You're right. Yeah. When you're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. Mm. I thought it was weird. I have I have yeah. several issues with the whole age thing here, but that's mm-hmm. just one. Is that she's portrayed as this like little girl? Oh yeah, this is yeah, this is gonna okay. get way weirder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so the, Helen and Stanley leave her there with the girls, and uh, uh, Chrissy even offers to let her listen to the new Peter Frampton album she has. What a delight! Now. Now, wait, did we have another offer of a Peter Frampton album yes. listening party in another episode, right? Jack Jack, Jack gave Chrissy yeah. the new Peter Frampton album. <laughs> Years ago. Like in point. season one. Yeah, yeah. It was season one. Back. It was yeah. in season one. She's yeah, just okay. a so this, I'm assuming this is a newer Peter Frampton Yeah, fan. she's just a huge Peter Frampton fan. We know that about Chrissy. Yeah. She loves barbecued chicken, chocolate chip cookies, and Peter Frampton. Yeah. <laughs> she eats all the time. And she eats all the time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, and then they're like, oh, what are they going to do? You know what you need? You need to meet Jack. That'll Jack cheer you up, cheer young you up. lady. Wait, time out. Okay. Just time out. Just pause, put that conversation on a shelf, and, re- and flash back that in the kitchen – Janet was wearing her apron around her armpits again. That's right. She was. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, Just that, like she that, was guess, in that previous episode. Yeah. This is a thing That's that important. people did, I suppose. Okay. At least Janet. 
At least Janet did it. It's a character choice. It's a character choice. Okay, jump back in. Sorry. Okay, jump back in. That's so funny. So Janet goes in and says, Jack, listen, here's what's going on. Fills him in. And so then they they come out into the living area and Jack's pretending to cry. He's he's doing this whole (laughs) Jack's doing his whole act, like yeah. every little like vaudevillian act bit he can do. Yeah. He just keeps right. them coming. He just keeps them coming. And they're working. And he's playing, he's playing mad props with that apron. Yep. Like he's got it, it around his head, like a scarf at one point, And then it's a Dracula cape. Yeah. He did great. I, and the crowd loved it. Like this is very, oh, yeah. this is a quintessential John Ritter moment, moment, right? Because mm-hmm. I just don't buy the philandering Jack act, you know, like no. I'm much yeah. more into the sweet, cuddly John Ritter thing. And the, and the audience loves it. Uh, do want to take a quick fashion break in this scene mm-hmm. in this opening scene, Janet, Chrissy and Jack are all wearing khakis. Yes. We oh my god, too. we were talking about that. And it continues yeah. throughout the episode. And, then, and Roper's yes. family's wearing them. What's going on? Is this like early prep again? Like we were talking it about before? Was like a gap commercial from the nineties. It was so awful. In fact, yeah. scene, even the little girl is wearing khakis and she's got like yeah. matching vests to match the khakis. <laughs> um, oh my god. But yeah, I thought it was just, this is what I'm talking about. Like it's outside of their tops, there's no color happening. It, it's like they, yeah. they, those khakis blend into the walls, which blend into the couch, which blends into the, the carpets. It's such a weird monotone look. I don't get it. Yeah. I know. And especially like, in like this one, do. because Stanley had on that yellow shirt and mm-hmm. that green sweater. Like it was just like he color coordinated yeah. with the whole apartment. <laughs> Yes. yes. I, I mean, I just, I know that those colors were so popular in that time because. Sure. And because there were like those remnants of those, like all through my childhood. Right. Pieces that were that color. Yeah, sure. Like, in people's houses. I love it. I just like to swim in all the beige. Uh, <laughs> a lot of beige. Um, a lot of beige. All right. So anyway, she's eating it up. He's being hilarious, whatever. And he ends doing he a, really charms a her. Lori. vampire bit. And he's like kissing on Chrissy's neck. And yeah. uh, this is Helen comes back into this, of course, to pick up Lori. And now it's it's becoming immediately apparent that Lori has a big crush on Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, ah, oh, this is the titular crush. Ah, the crush. Ah, the crush. Oh, what did what did reveals itself last week? Oh shit, that's right. Okay. Oh right. That's right. Last week, Madame and Matilda. What happened? Oh, no. you had already seen it. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right. So Jinx to the prediction. So Jinx <laughs> predicted that Janet is working at the flower shop, and there's a handsome man, and everybody. Has a crush on him. And Jack has to pretend that he has a crush on him as well because of the Roper situation. And Helen's all in on the big crush. Ah. 
It's a great Damn episode. It. That is a good. It's a great episode. episode. Yeah. I would want. I'd love to see that. I'd That's actually yeah. like more on brand for the whole gay thing than any episode they've ever done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay. So they take uh, Lori and we like dissolve to later in the evening and they're having a quiet night. Uh, the kids playing chess in the living room. They're all three somehow playing chess. I don't, I don't understand. And waiting for this delicious Turkey dinner. Yeah. That they are cooking. What a great time. And what a nice time. Yeah. Yeah. Just (laughs) Just hanging out. Waiting for your turkey dinner. Quiet evening. Playing games. And Janet gets a call, right? Yeah. And they they received someone got a telegram? They sent them someone sent them a telegram. Did she just get on the phone? Is that how that works? I guess. At that point. And uh inviting them to What's a barbecue at the yacht club. The Marina Yacht Club. What a weird I mean, time to be getting telegrams over the phone. But I mean if you're not going to call somebody directly and yeah. it's too long to send a piece of mail, I mean, I guess that's how you did it. A that's phone, how you did it. A phone telegram. It's so crazy. Well like, well, like if you needed to invite like 15 people, maybe you mm. would send out a phone telegram. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like how we're, you can, you like can. How we're calling it a phone telegram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like someone else calls everyone for you, basically. Right. Odd. Anyway, just pointing it out. What a anyway. weird time in history. It's a, also the, not just a weird time in history. What a weird time of day. They got this call, yeah, and they barely had time to make it to the yacht club by eight o'clock. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, because they basically I mean, it was the evening. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So they get this. Telegram. This anonymous telegram. Anonymous telegram, right. Uh, Inviting them close. to the yacht club. But Don't they're going to go. They're like, who? They think it could be this dentist they kind of know or something? Yeah, Chrissy thinks it's the dentist. And so so they run off, leaving Jack all alone with the turkey dinner. Yeah. But as they're leaving, in passes them in the doorway is Lori. Who comes in and uh, says, hey, Jack, what's up? Lori. And do you want to tell us about Lori since we're, we've already been talking about Lori? Yeah, yeah let's, let's get to Paddikins. it. So Lori, this week's Paddikins, one of three Paddikins that we have this week. This week's Paddikin, Lori, uh, is actually named after her own name. Her real name is Lori Hendler, spelled L-A-U-R-I, uh, born in 1965 in, uh, in Virginia out there in the, on the East Coast. Um, now, she has been an actress, oh my goodness, since 1978. She starts on Chips, gets on Lou Grant, which you know is a spinoff of the Mary Tyler Moore show, which I love. Uh, <laughs> in 1978, she gets uh, Three's Company, and then she's on Magnum P.I. in 1980. Um, she actually gets a real part as Hillary Flanagan on a show called A New Kind of Family, uh, running from 1979 to 1980, but it got canceled. Then she was on Give Me a Break uh, for five seasons as a recurring Give character. Mr. Belvedere, wow. Erie, Indiana. Wow. She was in Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest in 1992. Oh, then Harry and the Hendersons, 
Charmed, Becker, Without a Trace, ER. Charmed. I'm sorry. So- she was on Charmed. <laughs> she was on Veep. Get yeah, Shorty. She was on Charmed. Who yeah, did she play young on Sheldon. Who did she, need to know who she, who did she on play Charmed? on Charmed? Let me back up over there. Uh, Socialite. Uh, in oh, she played Socialite. She plays Socialite. Yes. Ugh, but, I'll uh, never find her. Damn it. But she, 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 find works, she was on an episode of Young Sheldon and the Goldbergs, and most recently on something, a TV series called Diary of a Future President in 2021. So Lori Hendler is still doing it. Still oh, out there. Oh, she's still out there doing it. Bravo, Lori. Yeah. And has red a hair. A whole in her, career in, her, in TV. A very long career in TV, still acting. So very cool. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. Lori. Well, okay. back in the beginnings of her career. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Here she are. comes in and says, Jack, what you doing? And he's like, oh, nothing. And then uh, he's like, you're going to help me eat this turkey dinner. And she's like, okay. And they go to the kitchen. And then it's later. They've just finished eating. Jack makes some silly joke. I can't remember what it was. And then she's like, Jack, you're the best cook in the whole world. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you don't have to say that. And then ding dong. Ding dong. I love when the ding dong happens. Well, you know that there's going to be chaos. There's going to be chaos. It's Jack another panicans. It's another panicans. <laughs> it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Rita Murray. Who's Rita Murray? Rita Murray is played by uh, actress Lois Hamilton, born in 1943 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And um, she unfortunately passed away in 1999 at the age of 56. She was quite young uh, when she passed away. But uh, it doesn't list a cause of death. Oh, curious. yeah. What if we but, have a uh, spin-off podcast? I suspect where we, foul play. What if we have a spin-off podcast where we get to the bottom of all the Three's Company deaths? <laughs> <laughs> all the dead Vatican's <laughs> over the years. We oh find out what really happened. But each week it's yes. just like, oh, they had thyroid cancer. Never yeah. mind. It's always something mundane. Oh, I have a now, now, Lois Hamilton actually got her start as a uh, one of the top models in the country. She was uh, oh. uh, she was modeling for the Ford uh, modeling agency, which is one of the biggest in the seventies. That was a big one. Before, yeah, yeah. Before she starts getting into, and she was in all kinds of women's magazines. Uh, just really did super well, and then gets into television. She starts in nineteen seventy two as as girl in car <laughs> uh, in, a, oh. in a show called Last of the Red Hot Lovers. Uh, yeah. Ooh, then in nineteen seventy eight, nice. she's in Starsky and Hutch, uh, Chips, The Dukes of Hazard, The Electric Horseman. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen eighty, she's in an episode of Love Boat. And then in nineteen seventy nine to nineteen eighty, she's actually in five episodes of The Ropers. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So she goes on to have. Uh, quite a quite a time there. Now it seems like there's an overlap because when did the Ropers start? Is that season four of Three's Company? Let yeah, me see. I'm pretty sure. Must have been. Must have been. So she, yeah. So that very next year, and then she goes on to be in Heart on Heart to Heart Hunter, an episode of Designing Women, and then her last part is uh, 
in 2004. And then, of course, that doesn't make any sense. That's a, that's a, that's a, that is a typo. <laughs> she could not have been in something in 2004 because no. it says that she died no. in 1999. <laughs> There's archival footage or something. Yeah, it might, yeah. yeah, something like that. That must have been it. So, anyway, that's our second Padkins of the week. All right. Oh. Well, Rita Murray is at the door. Rita Murray comes in. And she's a hot bottle of sauce. And she's all like, Oh, Jack. yeah. Jack, remember? Remember, remember when you, you said, me? Come by whenever? Whenever you're lonely. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Jack is like, Hot diggity homina, dog. Homina, homina. Homina. That's what Jack says. Yeah. He doesn't say that really, but I. He says it with his eyes. Yeah. No, he says awooga with his eyes. Awooga, yeah. Um, anyway, Jack uh, dis- dismisses Lori. He's like, ah, we had supper. Now it's time for the adults to have dessert. <laughs> That's what he calls it. Yeah. He calls it dessert. Dessert. Yeah. And uh, so he so pushes he Lori out, out. Yeah. And they sit down on the couch. And uh, just when they're just about to start getting busy, ding dong, ding dong. And guess who it is? Guess who, Matteo? It's Lori. And it's I'm just so curious Lori. because I know I know Jinx was like so <laughs> – she did not like this episode. It, like <laughs> when does Lori really start to get under your skin? Lori gets under my skin right about now because the, this is where the split happens where like the thing she's doing, she's too old to be doing to make it cute – but yes. she's too young to make it like legitimate, like to make right. it like if she was like an eighteen-year-old girl who had the hots for Jack, who was staying with the Ropers. You know what I mean? Like it's like right, right. It's just too. Her age is just too weird. And if she was like, if she was like an eight-year-old girl who was like, I just, I just wanted to spend time with you, Jack, or whatever she's going to say here in a minute, I would just be like, it, oh, it would be look, that's be cute. cute. Right. Right. But no, it's not cute anymore. And she's like all talking all worldly, like she knows what's going on. And it just freaks me out. And it's weird. And I don't like it. Yeah. There's a thing with kids where they're just like a little too old for their age. Like they're city kids. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I grew up in a suburb and I used to, every now and again, like if my dad had like some company thing that he had to do and we'd had to go meet like a work colleague and they had city kids, uh-huh. those city kids were really intimidating to me. They seemed so much older yeah. and, you know, self-possessed uh, and I was so right. awkward and stupid, you know. Uh-huh. I may have asked to play with mm-hmm. toys when I was way too old to do that. <laughs> I mean, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But this, this little girl is definitely age. a city kid. She's a she's she's yeah. seen some stuff. She's uh she's had a she's had a hard <laughs> road to hoe. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't have used that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's had a she's been through a broken marriage. Nah. Yeah. Now she's been dumped on the ropers. <laughs> yeah. Mom off of her new husband. So where are we though? She okay, comes so she in. comes in and she's like, "I'd like to know if you'd like to go for an ice cream soda later." She interrupts. Jack. Yeah, she's interrupting. The and Jack's freedom. like, eh, "I don't know about that, whatever." Anyway, he gets rid Jack's of her like, again. "Not tonight." Not tonight. And he does some good, you know. He shuts the door. He says the door's locked. Bits on the 
to and from the door, of course. And then she's the yeah, jumping all over the couch. Then ding dong again. Then he gets up and she says, I forgot my keys. And she slowly goes down and gets some keys off the table where the phone is. And then slowly leaves. And then Jack shuts the door, uh, locks it. And then she pops up in the window. And he goes and shuts that. And then suddenly Rita's irritated by all this. Right. Well, she's been irritated the whole time. Yeah, she came Question. all the way out here <laughs> for this mm-hmm. hookup. I mean, how? where'd she come from? She's got to get back on the freeway. I mean, it's not easy to get places, you know, and she comes down with this intention. And then this is how fast she's like. She bailed so quick. Yeah. Can't take it anymore. Yeah. She, got a, she put on a dress and nice jewelry especially, just to come down. Especially because it's like a little girl, you know, like, relax. Yeah. yeah. But question, do you, does it take you out? I This is so my OCD. But every time Jack steps on the couch with his shoes, I, I want to throw something at the television. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, no. Wait, totally who raised it. you? <laughs> who raised you? I totally you? get it. I understand that. Yeah. That makes me crazy, and it makes me crazy mm-hmm. that there's no screen in the window. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's never a screen in yeah. the window on TV, Especially and it makes Especially in Southern Cal, yeah. because I feel like screens, like, that's that's our whole that's our whole window culture is screens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, all right. So then so she's then, in the window, and he shuts the beautiful drapes yeah, that Rita we established that irritated, I love. But he's like, it's locked, it's locked. And then uh, they start, you know, making out again. And then Lori just enters through the front door, says, I took your key by mistake. And that's when uh, Rita's had enough. Yeah. And just leaves. Leaves. She's had it. She's been there all of 10 minutes and hasn't gotten laid yet. And she's done. Yeah. She's had enough. So... (laughs) It's so stupid. And all and then, because of fucking Lori. Lori is just <laughs> awful. It's kind of got and a again, bad seed vibe to it. She's dressed um, like a child. She's super creepy. <laughs> and so I'll the, say it. She's not even pretty. She's <laughs> well, I mean, she could be, but they don't make like she's she's like no, wearing they these really unattractive glasses so and she's got the stupid ponytails. Yeah. Like, she's not, it's not her, it's just like, yeah. Ugh. Um, yeah. so then Janet and Chrissy come back all upset because there wasn't even a barbecue, and yeah, there was no barbecue at the yacht. Who would have done that? Who would have done such a thing? They even called the dentist, and he didn't know what they were talking about, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> right, right. And uh, and they have, oh, and, and by the way, Jack is like, oh, cooked cooked this meal all by himself. Uh, right. Him, he's he's pity partied himself into getting a foot massage and a head massage from the girls. Mm-hmm. This is when. Lori tells them that, oh, it was a great meal. We had turkey and mashed potatoes and Rita. 
So Janet immediately, upon learning that someone named Rita was there, immediately decides that Jack sent the telegram to get rid of them. This and, is so and all Jack has moment. to say, all he has to say is, I didn't know she was coming. She just showed up. No. Never no, says it. That Tina would, wouldn't have believed it. But still, first of all, he didn't she even try the it. truth. It's too easy, Tucker. It's too easy. It's yeah, infuriating. It's not enough steps. But what I loved is the moment that Janet and Chrissy have together because Joyce DeWitt just cannot stop laughing at Suzanne Summers because Suzanne Summers is like <laughs> in it when, yeah. when they have their little line exchange about, yeah. you know, who, who sent the telegram and Chrissy's just like, just leaning into the dumbness and Janet, Janet's face is like contorting, trying not to break. And I, I just thought it was the cutest thing. I love when they do this. I love when they crack each other up. <laughs> it was very cute. That was a great moment. I like that. Uh, then what happens? I'm sorry. I got so upset about that. I think I jumped into it uh, because we said, I think she says, I wonder who sent it. Um, And that's where we had the commercial. I jumped right into the next scene over the commercial. Do we want to pause here for a commercial then? Yeah, we should pause. Okay, everybody. Commercial break. Commercial break. Commercial break. Well, I have a weird 70s commercial break. This is so weird. Oh, but, great. Okay. Um, so one of my favorite, uh, I guess, comics, yeah, comics, comedians, actors to come out of the 70s is Steve Martin. And sure. I was flipping through Netflix and I saw the show that he and uh, Martin Short did, I think it was like in 2020 or 2021. They do yeah. this stage show. <clears throat> yeah. It was fantastic. It was yes. so funny and they are so charming and so great together. I highly recommend oh. anybody who hasn't seen it to, to get on Netflix and watch uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short do their, their little one hour stage yeah. performance. It was great. Thanks, guys. I second it. So that's a commercial. <laughs> there. Brought to you by Matteo. Thank y'all. No. <laughs> you say, uh, oh, yeah, um, on our Facebook post, uh, our listener, Lori, who, Lori uh, posted that she, uh, when, when she heard us talking about the Folgers commercial. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Billy's Home commercial. Yeah, uh, that she remembered this um, this controversy. She sent us this article on in the comments section, so you guys can find it there, mm-hmm. uh, about they remade the commercial, like at the end of the aughts, it looks like, and um, the way they cut it and the looks on their faces, there were a bunch of people were like, are the brother and sister, like, fucking... Like, is that what this is about? And uh, oh, that's great! That's so great. I think I it's a GQ it. article or something. Did like a, an oral oh, history of the commercial. <laughs> that's great. That's so that's great. Funny. Um, oh, you know, that's that a good idea fun. to like remake iconic commercials for brands that are still out there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, just, we should just yeah. Do it. 
One of the things that like popped out at me after talking about it here on the show is that there's no more like gum commercials for big brands of gum. Yeah. I I find that so fascinating. I mean, except icebreakers, I guess that's a new brand of gum. I guess. I remember orbits had some pretty cool commercials for a minute. Orbits. I remember that one. Mm. Is that still out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Is that gum you like going to come back into style? (laughs) (laughs) Twin Peaks reference. Oh, I was just talking about a commercial earlier, and now I can't remember what it was. Just us when we were all talking. Hmm. Oh, Oh, well. Well, it'll come back to us. Back to the show. Back to the show. So, as I said... You know, Janet assumes the worst of Jack, and then they get so she gets so mad that they're just they're going to the Regal Beagle. Yeah, they've had it. They're just they're out, yeah. outing Regal yeah. Beagle. Yeah, and they leave, and then uh, let's see, and then Jack and Lori have their discussion Exchange. where she reveals. Mm-hmm. That she, she just wanted to be alone with them. That she sent the telegram. She sent the telegram. Dun, dun, dun. First, first of all, of course she did. Second of all, right. like, I am I am hating this person <laughs> so much. So much more like minute by minute. Because I don't understand like she's just a terrible antagonist and Mm-hmm. The 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 argument, the conflict is so stupid. Like I just don't want to spend any time dealing with this little girl. Like she's just making me crazy no. at this point. And Jack this is where the episode her down to the ropers. And Absolutely. Just been like, yeah, just been like, listen to what the hell she did, and get and keep her out of my apartment. I feel like yeah, this, like should have been more cartoony. Like I'm envisioning like. What if, uh, you know, like the way that they got the telegram and just were like, let's go. <laughs> like, it's like, what if, I mean, Lori should have just been played by Bill Hogan, baby Herman. Yeah. In a little girl outfit. And he comes in, he's like, hey, a telegram came for you. And then they have to leave. Yeah. I mean, it would have been just the That's same. That's a great episode. I love it. I was going to say, that would have been great. Bill Hogan as little Lori. Oh, my God. Guest, guest uh, on Bill Hogan. Oh man! Okay, anyway, so they Jack's have their like, exchange, and Jack is like, "That's it. You're you going to tell them. Tell them. When you're going to tell done. Janet and Chrissy that you're the one that sent the telegram." Oh man! So he's marching her right down to the neighborhood pub, which is hilarious in its own right. <laughs> that he's just like, "Well, come with me, little girl. We're headed to the bar. <laughs> Go to the bar." So meanwhile, at the Regal Beagle, the girls are getting some food. Uh, Janet's so hungry she could eat a horse and Chrissy's so hungry she, she could, could eat, eat a salad. and Janet says I think we might be because the food's terrible at the Regal Beagle <laughs> yeah apparently it's awful and what what are the what's the the waitress's uh, uh, uniforms they're like British pub girls British pub girl that's what you'd call that? That's what they're trying to be, I think. Okay. Yeah, that was like a whole look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, from 
British yeah. pub girls. I feel like that at one point was like the uniform at TGI Fridays, wasn't it? Like that? No, I think the TGI people? Fridays always had suspenders with all the flares, Yeah, it was more like a flapper's right? 1920s yeah. soda jerk look. You're right. You're right. It might yeah, have been another restaurant, but I remember English pub being a look for waiters and waitresses during that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was very popular. Right. Fishnets and all. Yes, and, uh, exactly. Those mm-hmm. poofy shoulder things that look like Snow White. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like almost yeah. a Renaissance jet thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, what so, so they're, uh, they're eating. Jack and Lori enter and come and sit down in the booth with them. Right. And uh, he says, Lori uh, needs to has something she needs to tell you. She's going to tell you who sent that telegram. And she says, well, Jack, if you didn't send the telegram, I don't know who did. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. It's so irritating. I'm just like, why are we giving are this we girl? messing around? Yeah. Why? Why? Like, obviously, like, if yeah. he's an adult and he's saying this is what this kid did, like, I, I'm not going to believe a 12-year-old. It's so stupid. The girls are driving me nuts. Also, how angry they are about this is just so out of nowhere. Yeah, like, like, I just, this is not a good episode to be a woman in Three's Company universe because they all look insane. (laughs) Remember the episode of the Golden Girls when the little girl steals Rose's teddy bear? Oh, yeah, Fernando. And, Mm. And Fernando, and they all get, like, she gets real serious and they all get real serious with her real fast and they don't treat her like a little kid anymore. Like they're totally just like, yeah. Oh, that little, that yeah. was great. That that's was a how great they need to get. That's yeah. how Janet and that's how they need to, they just need to be like, listen here, mm-hmm. you little punk. Yep. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Exactly. <sighs> so, uh, says the person who's scared of teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Who who is scared of teenagers? I am. Aren't you? Me, I don't really ever deal with teenagers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well, look out. They're intimidating. Oh, they're bad news? <laughs> yeah, they're intimidating. Yeah, they're a bad I'm just crowd. socially awkward around all humans, so it doesn't matter how old they are. I'm going to mount. I'm going to louse it up. I, I don't care. It's right, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, where were we? Oh, right. So she's, she doesn't fess up. She digs Jack deeper in the hole. Janet doesn't want to hear it. So her and Chrissy get up and leave the Regal Beagle. Right. Without paying their bill. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't even matter. Sticking but in these the days... Check. It was not uncommon to have ta- like running tabs at places. They probably had a tab. Yeah. yeah. We had this little... Yeah, he, like, knows, he knows who they are. There was this little convenience store right by my parents' house. This was like starting in like 78, 79. And we lived there until 87, 88. And we would just go there. And if, my, if I needed to pick up eggs or milk or bread for my mom, like I would just say, put it on our tab. And then they would. And my dad would go pay it every month. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how our grocery store was when I was little. 
would just yeah. be on everybody's tabs. Yeah. It was still like that when we lived there. Your mom still had uh, oh, that's an right. account at the IGA. That's, that's crazy. It's crazy. Different oh. times. Different times. And uh, Jack's like, what are you doing? And yeah. she says, a woman has a right to change her mind. Oh, Lori, uh, you're not a woman. Then uh-uh. Jack. Or maybe she is. I don't know. He knocks something off the table onto himself. He hits the plate and flips the right. chips and sandwich into a glove. And she laughs and laughs, and then he uh, grabs her pigtails and says, "Make a wish." And he's gonna rip her head apart. Yeah, I he's mean, there's it there it is, there it is. I, we have to have mm-hmm. a name for domestic violence, Jack, because <laughs> he pops out <laughs> yeah. so. So much. It's just so common. Yeah. Uh, it's really weird. Like he goes straight to aggression. Yeah. But like it's in a funny Domestic way. violence and, and perverting. Like they're so <laughs> common in society that even the charming character still has those qualities. Right. It's just awesome. they try to make them so just funny. Just funny when he does it. Yeah, it's just funny. Um, so then uh, it's the next day in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And Janet and Chrissy are at the table. Janet's reading the paper. They're having cereal or something. I don't know. And, no, she's uh, having an apple with peanut butter. Oh, that's it. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> Jack comes in, and they're giving him the silent treatment. Right. They just don't want to talk to him (laughs) and then uh so then that's that's all that happens before they go back in the main room yeah and then uh ding dong it's the ropers and lori oh what do you know and uh she has something to confess to them Mm -hmm. Uh, why did she turn and leave she didn't. She charged the telegram to Stanley. Ah. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. So they busted. caught her, busted, and so she had to tell the truth. Yeah. All right. And uh, I missed that. So detail. she confesses. Yeah. And she did it. And uh, and then she says to Jack that she just needs to. She needs someone more mature. Yeah, she needs someone just a little more mature than Jack. She's kind of over him now. And don't worry. She's already found him. Yeah. His name's Albert. And he's That's right. right here. And he's right Albert, our third Paddikins of the episode. Now, this is a very interesting story. Uh, this actor's name was Steve Shaw. He was born in 1965. So he's literally like 13 or 14 at this point. Um, and he was, uh, he got his start on, in 1976 on a show, TV movie called Having Babies. And he was in this TV series called Emergency. Then he was on two episodes of Barnaby Jones. And then he gets on the Waltons and he plays uh, a couple of episodes of that, uh, Magical World of Disney, Alice. Then he gets Three's Company and then he gets on Little House on the Prairie. And finally, uh, in 19, uh, from 1970, no, from 1989. No, wait a second. 
He's Eric Fairgate on Knott's Landing from 79 to 1990. And in 1990, he passes away, yes, at the age of 25. Oh, my God. Why? 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 He was killed in a car accident. Oh, Um, last times. So they claim. Check out our spinoff podcast. (laughs) <laughs> three's company. Uh, what really happened? Or the curse of three's company. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, for a, a very a very Car early accident. end. Um, uh, I can picture I can picture this kid that's been working in the industry and he's got this Knott's Landing gig and he's just out partying in eighties. Mm-hmm. Has a fast car. Yeah. Yep. That's upsetting. Uh, okay, so yeah, she's you've like, heard it once. You've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> that old it's yarn. The old, it's the old Paul Walker bit. Well, it's true. Okay, so she has her new man. Lori does. Yeah, he comes in, holds his skateboard, tells right. Jack not to worry; he'll find another old lady sometime. Yeah. And then uh, they go skateboarding together. And uh, And there's a tag. She says, he says, uh, let's go skateboarding. And she says, I want to do whatever. And he goes, we're going skateboarding. And she says, I love a man that's forceful. It's the second time she said that, actually. Yeah, why was that in there? I hate it. I don't like that. I I hate that. It's so creepy. It's so gross. Yeah, I don't like it. And I believe... <clears throat> that's where the Pluto TV ends. Yes. It treats the last scene as if it's the tag scene. Oh, there's right. a tag scene? There's a tag scene, which is really just them back there still standing all the, uh, in the apartment. They're all standing there. Lopers are standing there. And uh, Jack comes over. There's a couple lines. And then Jack goes over to Stanley and puts his... His, shoulder, his elbow on his shoulder, you know, leans on him and says, ha, isn't love crazy? He goes, between you and me, isn't love crazy? And uh, Stanley says, if it was between you and me, it'd be ridiculous. And it gets a big laugh. And then they Which also, I can take it either way, Stanley. I can take it either way. <laughs> He might be saying, between you and me, it would be off the yes, charts. it would be incredible. I would this ruin you ambiguity. for other <laughs> men, Jack. I don't know. See, I think never Stanley is an, is an early adopter of asexuality. I think he's A. You think so? Yeah, I think he's neither gay nor straight. <laughs> he's just... Yeah, he's just doing his own thing. <laughs> just doing his own thing. Huh. All right. Fine. Yeah. I think all, all of right, it is then. too intimate and con- confrontational for him. <laughs> Poor guy. Probably well, right. um, I got to say, for and that's me, it. This, just, this wasn't a great episode. I don't like food <sighs> company episodes where the whole conflict is built around something that can be figured out in 30 seconds if adults yeah, talk with yeah. their words. 
Um, and also obnoxious kids. Uh, yeah. Gross. This reminds yeah, me, she looked like, like Oliver from the Brady Bunch. Did she not? <laughs> she did. Yeah. She looked like yeah. female Oliver. Like she had the whole, yeah. the blonde hair, the big glasses, the dumb teeth. I was just so irritated <laughs> from the jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you give it? And this, this, I'm going to, uh, this is going to get a really low score. This gets 2.25 Dominomini boost from me. <gasps> Wow. Ugh. That's exactly Ugh. what I was going to say. Two and one quarter stars. <gasps> Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, Tucker. Just don't care for it. Um, I don't care for no, it. No, I did not. No, this was a terrible episode. Like, I'll watch oh. it if it's the one that's on. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it if it's the one that's on. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it. I, you know what? I I'm might, not gonna I might even dock it, it a two point, a point two five Dominomini boost for those crappy, no thought khakis at the top of the show. That was terrible. So many wow. khakis. Oh, my Too God. Many khakis. I don't, Too many I don't khakis. I don't know that I've ever gone below three Dominomini boosts. <laughs> I think if you're going to, now's the time. I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah, I'm just saying if you're going to. Because, you, you know, I got to add point two five stars for all the khaki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie will cancel each other's votes out. Yeah. On the beige. I love it. I love it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Um... All right, I'll go uh, now. Three dominoes. <laughs> Terrible! Uh, That's garbage. Uh, You're garbage. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's the first, the first fight we've ever had on this show. Fine, do what you want. It I can't matter. do it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. That's great. It's like they're all either threes or better. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Is it time for okay. Madame Matilda to low score? Reach down deep yeah. into her velvety bag. Right in there. Your sack. Pull out her. I feel like we need to come up with some like. Well, we need though, a little jingle. Music. Yeah. We need a little jingle for Madame Matilda. Yeah. We do. Maybe That'd we so can. Maybe something. Maybe we could get our musician yeah. friends that recorded our amazing theme song on it. Oh, our amazing theme song. I love that theme song. Every week I listen to that theme song and I just I just love it. Top and bottom. It's so great. Yeah. I love see? it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. See, see what we, we can do. If we ever see each other ever again. <laughs> uh, let's see what we can do. Um, okay, all right. What's next week? Next week's episode. The Kleptomaniac. Ah. Uh. Now, I think I remember something about this. I feel like somebody steals things when they're like sleepwalking. I don't know why that came to my mind. Mm. And what? I think it's Chrissy. I don't know what's interesting. Yeah, like she grabs keys out of Janet's purse and she puts them like in the sofa cushions and she takes, you know, Jack's recipe book and like you know throws it out the window and they find it in the garden i don't know i don't know why i remember this being like that <laughs> uh-huh. right. uh, and the ropers have to come up with a cure for for christie's uh insomniac kleptomania interesting <laughs> 
I could be totally wrong, but I I think I remember something. Nah, about you've never been before. I've never been wrong. <laughs> and the Ropers are somehow responsible. Well, okay. Ropers have to. I hope you can hear him writing. I hope you can hear the scratch. Oh, you probably can. The scratch, scratch, scratching. Uh, okay. Well, well, well. Looks like we've come to that point in the show, kids, where we start talking like we're from Fresno. Here we Everyone's go. Everyone's from Fresno Hello. suddenly. <laughs> and that's all I know. I'm, Darlings, it's been another I wonderful week. I sent the week. telegram. Do you know about no, that stop opera class I had to take in college? The what? what? I had to take... I had to take a class called Acting for the Camera that time when they thought I was an acting major, but I wasn't. And oh. It was all a big mix-up. So but it was all scenes from soap operas because the guy who taught the class was on Guiding Light. Mm. So he just made uh. us learn how to act for soap operas, like how to like keep our eyes open for a really long time so we never blinked. <laughs> and he great. would have us do scenes. And so for the big final... My scene was like, I don't even know what happened in the scene. I just know my line was something like, just wait until I tell the doctor you stole the documents. Nice. Then you yeah. have to stand there That's for a while. And then you have to stand there with your eyes open. You and you have to like flex your eyebrows once or twice. Cut to the next scene. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing Classic. it now. Yeah. So I know how wait. to act for the camera is what I'm wait saying. Wait till I tell the doctor <laughs> you stole the documents. That's great. Yeah, it was what a great like line. Wonderful. Yeah. Did he yeah. did he always play his part from Guiding Light whenever you did Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he comes so bursting in. I just remember being like, I can't believe this is acting. Like this is what people are doing in acting class. But no. <laughs> that was just soap operas. Wow. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, it was a great time. And they're okay. soap opera acting. Yeah. Now it's that time in the episode where we, where we do that thing we always do. We run around like our, our heads are on fire from not knowing what to do. Our heads are on fire. <laughs> our heads are on fire. Uh, what do we do? We toast. Oh, we toast. Are we doing yes. that? All right, fine. Here's we to, always seem to have a drink, so I feel like it's fine. Uh, here's to okay. Steve here's Martin to... and Martin Short. Yay! Oh, here's to Steve Martin, Martin and Martin Short. Yay. Yes! I love them. Watch the show. Peace.